Welcome. This is the Sidetrack Legacies Podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack sisters have been getting together to write for years, and the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves, who we are, what we've done, and what we believe. Now, we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So, grab a notebook, journal, or laptop, and listen in while the Sidetrack sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate, and preserve your stories. In today's episode, episode number two, I'm talking with my sister, Michelle. Before we started Sidetrack Sisters, we never wrote together. But then when we did start the group, we have very different writing styles, we found out. She likes to get her ideas down into the computer, just keyboarding it down, minimal editing, get the picture, send it out. I, on the other hand, like to use a pen in a journal, and then I edit a little bit when I'm putting it online. But the thing that we do have in common is that we both really love writing together, talking about what we write, and I think you're going to enjoy our talk today. The one thing that you might notice is that our voices are very similar, and you may have a hard time knowing who's talking when. So just a heads up. Okay. So one more quick thing before we dive into today's episode. Please rate and review the Sidetrack Legacies podcast because it will help others find us. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to be notified whenever we have a new episode. And now, here we go. Hey, Shell. Yes. <laughs> Okay, this is going to be fun. Episode number two. Awesome. You feel special? I feel special. <laughs> okay, so this week we are all talking about who am I? So we did this writing like seven years ago, right? And you and I and mom redid ours and we tweaked it and that was fun. But mm -hmm. now we aren't those same people even now. Mm -hmm. So we got together last week and we we tweaked our who am I and they were all very different very different very different and yours you talked about me I talked about you <laughs> yeah so it's more who is Lisa no just kidding <laughs> <laughs> okay so without further ado let's hear it so of all the sidetrack sisters I'd consider myself to be the most logical or systematic one that being said I'll start from the beginning and briefly tell my story Additional details will come later. I'm, I'm the youngest of two daughters to Art and Sandy. And for as long as I can remember, my older sister, or Lisa, was my hero. I followed in her footsteps, footsteps in everything, almost. She played flute, so did I. She was a cheerleader, so was I. She learned Spanish, so did I. She went to college in Eau Claire, so did I. You get the idea. Moving into the later years, I met my future ex-husband when I was 15 or in 10th grade, when he was 18 in 12th grade. We dated off and on through high school and college, and finally, after we both graduated college, we got married in 1992. We lived in Waukesha, Wisconsin, 
and then moved to New Berlin, Wisconsin, shortly after our first son was born in 95. Both Phil and I were and are extremely dependent on our families. Just one example of that is that for the first three years of Brad's life, we never had a babysitter for him that wasn't part of the family. In 1998, we moved back to our hometown of Beaver Dam, and within a few months, our second son was born. He wasn't due until December of that year, but decided to come just a bit early and arrived in October. Finally, our family became complete after going on Lisa's honeymoon cruise. We came home pregnant. Our last child and only daughter was born in 2001. Skipping topics and moving into the work arena, I went to school and graduated with a math major, statistical, statistical emphasis, and a computer science minor. I had absolutely no idea what I was going to do with that. So for the first six months after graduation, I just moved home and worked at the family furniture store. As a kid, I had always said I wanted to be a teacher, but as I got older, I knew I didn't want to teach kids. So when I had the opportunity to teach computers to adults, I decided that was perfect. After three months of teaching, my boss said, you like technical stuff, right? Well, here's our network, take care of it. That led to me being the first technical instructor in Wisconsin for my company. At 25 years old, I was teaching 50-year-old men how to set up their computer systems and networks. Crazy. After one night of working all night, setting up a classroom, and having my six-month-old sleep in his car seat next to me, I decided that I was done teaching. I then moved into computer consulting. I was still doing consulting in southern Wisconsin between Milwaukee and Madison while I was pregnant with my second son. After having him, I continued consulting, driving at least two hours a day each day. It got to be way too much time away from home. I then made the jump over to a local bank, taking care of their computers and networks for all 10 locations. I was the sole person in the IT department to start with. I worked at that bank for the next eight years. I finally made my last jump to my current job where I still do consulting and use all of my teaching, network administration, and consulting skills. I've been at my current job for the past 13, going on 14 years. Suffice it to say, I love computers and don't see myself doing much else in the way of a career. I have so many more details I want to share, but it'll have to wait till my next post. Until then. Yeah, yeah. So very factual, but not as creative as, as you guys. But that's you. You said that at the very beginning, I know. that you are the logical one of us. Exactly. So I wanted to go back and, and rewrite it after I heard all of yours, but <laughs> I couldn't think of anything as creative as what you guys came up with. So I decided to scrap that idea. I loved it when you were talking about your future ex-husband. Yeah. And I mean, you, you talk about him. I mean, you, you mention him in here. And um, but I mean, you're still very close. Yes. Yep. We still do holidays together and family birthday parties. And um, yeah, still very close. I also thought it was funny just when you talked about your math major with an emphasis and can't even say I can't statistics say statistics. It's like <laughs> who goes to college thinking that they're going to major in statistics? Well, I didn't think I was going to. I I went and I was going at first. I thought I was going to be an accountant because I'm good at math. Well, that's I I hear later on that that's a common misconception, and I got a D minus. I think my first time taking accounting. And then I retook the same class, same professor, and got a C minus, I think, the second time. Yeah, I decided accounting wasn't the right thing for me then. Mm -hmm. And then I was going to be an actuary, which was, was where the statistics came into play. And then I decided sitting in a room all day calculating death rates for people wasn't exactly my idea of a good time either. 
It was my last semester when I decided that the computer science would have been a better route. But at that point, it was time to get out. So, yeah. yeah. I can move into, as you did, mm -hmm. move into computers anyway. Exactly. And I also like, I wish you would put in here about um, when you, I remember you said that when you were in school, the way math made your brain think made computer programming really easy. Sure. It's the analytical, the logical, it's the, having a problem to solve. Mm -hmm. I think you had said something about where you would have to do a project for your computer science class and it took you like. Oh, that was, that was, it was a bit, actually it was a business course requirement. And so all the business students would be in class and the professor would ask them how long it took them to create this bit, this program for this business class. And they'd say, you know, 24 hours, 36 hours. And I'd raise my hand and say two hours. And <laughs> they all looked at me with hatred in their eyes. <laughs> but for, yeah, for a computer science person, it was a piece of cake, but without that logical thought process. And even my kids have that logical thought process, but Phil, the ex-husband definitely does not have that thought process not his skill set no he still calls me to fix his computer or fix his tv fix his remote you know when i go over there and find it doesn't have batteries in it <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the other thing that you talked about in here was um the fact that you always wanted to be a teacher mm -hmm. do you remember when you realized you didn't want to be a teacher no was it after i helped you yes okay Yes. Yeah, it makes sense. I knew I knew I didn't want to teach little kids, mm -hmm. and but I, the high school kids scared the crap out of me, and middle school kids are just annoying. So I was like, well, who am I going to teach then? Mm -hmm. And so I thought, oh, yeah. And actually, my first job got it totally on a on a fluke because I had sent in my resume, and the only reason they called me in for an interview was because. The receptionist where Phil worked was roommates with the girl I sent the resume to. And just the, the receptionist had said, did you see Michelle's resume? And she said, no, they actually pulled it out of the garbage to call me in for an interview. And then a girl that I worked with later on told me they called me in for an interview, but they didn't expect much was quote unquote what she told me. Yeah. Which was the job you got. Which was the job I got. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it's a total. Well, once again, it's not what you know; it's who you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so when we write, so we have been writing for seven years, mm -hmm. the four of us together. Yes. Um, you have always been the analytical one, mm -hmm. the one who gets the details down. Mm -hmm. Um, so you said at the beginning of this conversation that you, after you heard us write reading our writing last week, that you had wanted to rewrite this. Mm -hmm. Haven't you learned anything that that's okay, that your writing is different? I know, but I, every time I, when I write my stuff, I don't like my writing. I, when I, I, I hear everybody else's and I think, oh, that's, yeah, it was really cool the way they did that. Or I just. That's mind. not the way your brain thinks. No, it's no. not. And that's no. okay. I, I, doing this, I, I was thinking about it. It's like taking a creative writing class all over again. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it does it gives me a little bit of anxiety but you, you know, get but absolutely no grade i know except I know. except the, your own grade you're well, done except your own grade you know in your own head going i think i should rewrite this and that's where i just have to go no suck it up buttercup i don't care yeah you know it's like 
I'm not writing it for anyone's benefit other than, well, I am writing it for somebody else's benefit. Hopefully, hopefully someday the kids will enjoy reading it or yeah. the grandkids, but um, exactly. other than that, yeah. I mean, the other thing that I wanted to bring up is, you know, we all feel that insecurity when we write. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that's gonna be really nice about doing this legacy writing with the four of us is working with mom. Mm -hmm. So, you know, over the, when we were, when we first started doing Sidetrack Sisters with the blog, she, you know, was writing and we all enjoyed that writing process. Mm -hmm. um, and, but as it went on and morphed more into trying to write in a way to help other people, other women, um, she became kind of hesitant mm -hmm. and self um, wishy-washy. Yeah. Don't put too fine a point on it. <laughs> I was trying to think of something you, PC to, to say about her writing. Love and adore you. And I, well, I mean, and then, you know, we started editing her writing to make it sound more her. Her. Yes, because she was, you know, hemming and hawing and not saying what she really thought. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think now when, when, well, get, getting to the idea of being, the being more factual and stuff like that, it, I mean, it's something that carries across through a personal life, work life, you know, everything, it's, you know, it's just it's, the it's, way you write. It's just the way I write, you know, even when writing emails at work, it's, I, I tend to, you know, instead of saying in seven sentences, you know, something, I can say it in five words and be done. Why do I have to say the seven sentences? And, but I need to come up with a happy medium, medium in between. You need to add some of the juicy details. I need to add some of the juicy details. So, I mean, even, even during talking through this through, there's a lot more juicy details that I could have added to this writing. But, but you're also it, trying to keep it short yeah. and sweet. But as I was going to say, but then again, this writing would have been, you know, 10 pages long. Exactly. So, well, and, you know, just so talking <laughs> more about Phil, you know, your ex-husband, mm -hmm. um, you know, because, and then the question I had about you had always wanted to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. And what I remember about that event was, I was teaching in Illinois mm -hmm. and you came down like, like a Thursday night, you were going to help me on Friday. And then I was coming home for the weekend, I think something like, something that. like that. And, or maybe you're staying for the weekend mm -hmm. or whatever. And you came down and didn't you help me like in the morning? And then didn't you crash and sleep in the beanbag all afternoon? You, you expect me to remember that? <laughs> I remember coming to <laughs> Illinois. I remember that I was going to help you in the classroom. I remember no details about helping you in the classroom. I remember we had to leave for work at a particular time to beat the train. Ah, but other than that, I don't remember the classroom. I don't remember the kids. I, it goes back to my Swiss cheese brain and how I don't there. I just remember you were like exhausted. Oh, probably. I mean, you were like floored, mm -hmm. tired. Oh no, I think it was mother who came and, and helped me in my classroom and fell asleep in the beanbag. Okay. I think you fell asleep in the car on the ride home. Probably. Yeah. Big shock there. Yeah. Big shocker. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, really what, what I think I learned from you, from your writing uh, is yeah, you're factual. You, mm -hmm. you, you know, you're very, um, you have details mm -hmm. and you, I'm just not flowery. Yeah. And you don't have to be flowery. No. Mm -hmm. I think as we continue on this, this writing adventure, um, one of the things that, um, you know, this, this was a weird writing because, you know, mm -hmm. tell me about you. And I mean, in well, 10 minutes, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's when, why it's like, I mean, mother focused on when she was little, 
mm-hmm. you have just one little you know snapshot of a couple you know a couple of years mm-hmm. you know judy went overall but yeah. you know it's, but it's more relationship wise yeah. you know it's like there's you know like i said this was a big topic yeah this like topic. i said even just writing this you know it's like i could you know nathan coming two months early i mean there's that's another whole story exactly yeah yeah and so i hope that you know people who are participating in this process of getting their stories down you know we don't have to write just once a week true you could sit down for you know this is maybe the you pick monday to write your topic mm-hmm. and then maybe a couple of other days you pick you know when my son was born you pick that one little snippet and maybe you do a 10 minute writing about that true and you could have two writings for that week mm-hmm. you know yep. because yeah because now i would pick the teacher example mm-hmm. but that's from my memory right you yeah. would have a, a longer story to mm-hmm. talk about nathan being bored and and you kind of glossed over the fact that he was significantly premature right yeah and the fact that when i had water broke phil and i were fighting and i didn't want to talk to him at all and you know having to go to milwaukee to have him which was an hour and a, you know hour and a half away and mm-hmm. yeah and uh, when you got to the and, hospital it wasn't too long until he was born oh no well i, I was there for a three or four days before i was um oh with nathan with nathan okay. i was in the hospital they were pumping me full of steroids because he yes. was so early so how, how early was he he was two months he was supposed to be born like december 13th and he came october 28th okay. um yeah two small holes in his heart you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell it looking at him now <laughs> no. that's for damn sure but mm-hmm. yeah cool so i mean that's a i think that's something that we should kind of play around with mm-hmm. and like I said for people who you know kind of do a big um overview like you mm-hmm. did you know going back and and writing a post t- 10 minutes on your own let's just say a particular if you have topic. a big post you could even as you're as you you know you could, as you read it through to yourself just make side notes this would be a good topic this would be a good topic right. you know so if down the road there's something that doesn't doesn't, doesn't resonate. resonate you could write about that instead mm-hmm. so you'd always yep. have a topic that you know at least have something yeah, to write about at least one a week something that really hits you and, mm-hmm. and knows you know that it has some deep meaning for you mm-hmm. yep cool cool okay well it's been real it's been real it's been fun <laughs> <laughs> see you next time till next time okay bye and before we call it a wrap i just want to say that i would absolutely love to hear from you If you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the podcast, just go to the Sidetrack Sisters page or the Sidetrack Legacies group on Facebook. We would love to engage with you and grow together on this legacy journey. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, please, please be sure to leave a review for us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us to be notified of new episodes. So, that about does it. Thank you so much for listening today. Our goal for this podcast is to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into the memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care.
And before we call it a wrap, I just want to say that I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the podcast, just go to the Sidetrack Sisters page or the Sidetrack Legacies group on Facebook. We would love to engage with you and grow together on this legacy journey. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, please, please be sure to leave a review for us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us to be notified of new episodes. So, that about does it. Thank you so much for listening today. Our goal for this podcast is to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into the memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care.